Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Rob from Cigar Store Idiots. You may be asking yourself what Moonwalker Delta 8 is. Moonwalker is the industry leader in Delta 8 THC products, an emerging category pushing the boundaries of the cannabis plant. By expertly combining terpenes with complementary flavors, Moonwalker represents the absolute pinnacle of Delta 8 THC products, all engineered for pure bliss and joy. If you have any questions or concerns about the legality of Delta 8, please feel free to visit moonwalker.com backslash pages backslash legal. Have you been searching for something healthy and natural to make you feel better and get you back on the up and up? Let me introduce you to Life Cycle Mushroom Tinctures. Life Cycle is now transformed into an evolutionary mushroom biotechnological company that harnesses the great potential mushrooms possess. Life Cycle's mission is to deliver the highest possible ethos attached to the incredible professional products to those who wish to upgrade their wellness and reach their true potential. Let's start with Turkey Tail for your gut health. Rishi for relaxation, Lion's Mane for focus, Cordyceps to help your body realize its true natural potential, and Shiitake for your hair, nail, and skin support. Head on over to CigarStoreIdiots.com, look for the Life Cycle link, use CSIPOD10 for a promo code to help you save some money today. This was never about money for us, it was about us against the system. That system that kills the human spirit. We stand for something. To those dead souls inching along the freeways in their metal coffins, we show them that the human spirit is still alive. Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, Cigar Store Idiots. I am Rob, you sir are? I am Cousin Johnny. And the last I heard, Arlo and Coach had a Bigfoot sighting uh, with uh, a baby Bigfoot on its back. I don't, something like that maybe. I think they're investigating it. I think uh, Coach may be calling BS on it. Uh, the face looks a little bit like chalk off Land of the Lost. You know, as much as those guys like love and follow that stuff, They'll call bullshit when they need to. Oh, yeah. That's what I love about it. Like, Two they're of the most all cynical human beings you'll ever meet in your life. That's and the best not, way to describe it. You're not pulling what, a fast one over on them, but no. they do They do believe in some of the, some strange and unnatural occurrences and phenomenons. I'm going to have to get on there and look at some of the ones that they posted. That's one thing that I owe it to Arlo. I need to go and sit down and, and, and really go through some of the episodes they've done because – I just call bullshit on all of it. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I'll just be honest. Yeah. I mean, I'm, it's one of those things I believe in it, kind of like I believe in Santa Claus. Yeah. The th- that's the thing, too. And we're talking about Mysterious Brews. If you listen to that podcast, check it out. Arlo, that's on, on our show, he, he and uh, Coach have a podcast that's been going a lot longer than this one. Uh, Mysterious Brews, if y'all are into that kind of thing, definitely go check it out. They got some good stuff. Um, I think the funny thing was, like, I, I was like, all this alien talk, alien this and alien that. I was kind of like, you know, maybe getting sucked in or whatever. And then I heard somebody talk to, they're on Joe Rogan, I can't remember who it was. And the guy goes, okay, if the aliens are here and they're taking a look at everything that's going on and they want to take over our world, why are they always in the desert where there's nothing? <laughs> and I was like, you know what? It's, uh, that's it's, a great that's a great question. It's almost like when you see the people that they abduct. Yeah. I mean, is that really the best you could find to represent our society, our race? <sighs> it's the same people that uh, almost get killed in tornadoes in yes, the trailer park. always. It's the same people. It was the craziest thing. It sounded like a damn freight train. They say police. <laughs> That's those people. So, And they usually whistle through their uh, two teeth in the front, too. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> It's like uh, they could carve a pumpkin by chewing on it. <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, uh, we'll miss Arlo tonight. Uh, I got so much to talk about. Um, get the Coosa Valley Fairs in town. We had to go Tuesday night, first night, opening night, which I think is the best night to go because everything's not so funky and the food's still kind of fresh. You know, there's nothing better than walking around looking at carnies. no. It's, I mean, I it, mean, is, it is. It is. That is worth the price of admission. I, I'm sorry, I'm not one that's going to ride anything that you can pack up in an hour on the back of a truck. Oh. But and then there's I a, will walk around and eat some food and laugh at some carnies. There's a bucket over there by the scrambler. It says miscellaneous nuts and bolts, <laughs> and it's halfway full. <laughs> no, I'm I'm gonna pass. Why we got all these parts left over, Jimmy? 
the, the, <laughs> the cool thing, the one cool thing about it is, is I think there's certain schools go up there and set up for their boosters right. clubs, some churches and stuff like that to fundraise. Man, uh, one specific man, forgive me, uh, Don, for not knowing the name of the church you guys go to. I apologize, but you want some gumbo? Man, somebody in that little booth knows how to, knows what they're doing, and it is so good. Well, I actually worked with that individual, and he is a true Cajun. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, he, yeah. He's a he's he's a fellow educator, uh, and so he does a fantastic job. He it, does a really really good job. It and then you know the other thing too was super odd is I remember when we were we were coming up cheerlead the night with the cheerleaders because both of our daughters uh, two of two of our three daughters cheer and cheerleading night was the biggest night everybody in town was there like there's schools from of course floyd county and rome and then you would have i think cedar town would come calhoun would be there i mean like there they, it was it was huge and that was big bragging rights too because not only did you do the cheerleading thing but it was a spirit contest yes too. Dude. So that's why everybody showed up uh, as bob dylan said uh these times they are a changing because yeah. it was model high school was the only high school team there Really, and they had a bunch of kids, uh, like age groups from like Pee Wee's to Mites up to middle school. Yeah, uh, and then uh, Rome had man, Rome had a ton of cheerleading squads there. They had a bunch, and uh, it, it was not the same. It was it was it was so bizarre. And I and you know Brittany grew up cheering. That's what that was her thing. Like she cheered in like high school, and she cheered like uh, competition cheer, and she cheered for like nationals and donuts stuff and we were just kind of like sitting there i was kind of shocked i was like man this is nothing like and the other thing too do you know how like usually the first night of the fair there's only really one true way to get in and that's for the right you had to be on the right side driving in from town okay it's almost impossible to come from the left side and let somebody let you in it's almost impossible and usually the traffic's backed all the way up to where you have to drive down into Rome, turn them a call, go to Home Depot, turn around and, at the red light, and start back in. Just to get in just line. Just to get in line. Yeah. Dude, there was no line. Not a, not one line. Now, somebody told me they don't charge for parking anymore, yes, but, they, they, but they went up on their admission They price. did. That's true. That's true. Okay. So there was no line there, and... There was, uh, last night, there was no line. Like, I was like, man, nobody's going to the fair. And maybe the reason being is, like, they went up on admission, and the armbands, I think, are like 30 they They're not, I don't think, I know they're $30 now. $30. All right, so to put that in perspective. If you have you, a family of six and you got, let's just say four of your kids are going to ride rides. That's, I mean, all right, so I used to take a group of kids – for uh, FBLA was a group that I sponsored, and we used to take that student organization, we used to take them down to the state fairgrounds at, in Perry, Georgia. Mm-hmm. The armbands down there were 20 bucks. Yeah. And that place is huge. It is a fair. Like, it's a like, real, That is like, a fair. It's something you see on TV. Yeah, it's unreal. This is like... Uh, now, you're talking about some quality This corners. is like a rundown... This is like a rundown mall who's trying to draw some... Some some people in to maybe go shop, but our fair is it's not it's nothing like and you know what they didn't have this year and I was like I was like man what is what is really going on in the world, you know how um, I think Pepper always had the lemonade stand mm-hmm. it's not there this year they didn't have it if if it's there I didn't see it and I was looking for it huh. but um it was man it's just it ain't the same dude it ain't the same and I know like people go well when you were you were younger you were smaller and everything looked bigger. Oh man, it it just ain't the same. But I went back as an adult when I was old enough to remember, yeah. and it was still a big deal. Yeah, yeah. But no, nobody was there. No. But like wow. I was, I was going back to say, you got you taking, you got a family of six, sixty bucks to get in. These four kids are going to want an armband. That's a hundred and sixty, a hundred sixty bucks. You're looking at two hundred and twenty bucks just to get in and ride rides. And that doesn't count the food. And see, when when we were in school, even in high school, I can remember I used to go multiple times. Yes, yeah, we went. We we almost went every night. Like yeah. we, I was either I'd go with my parents, I'd go with my cousins, and then I'd go with my friends. Like I was going like all the time. In my mind, Shh, I was my thinking, mom and daddy would not do that now. But I was thinking I only spent maybe five or ten bucks to get in, which included the armband. Yeah. I don't remember having to pay thirty bucks I remember, for something that small. Dude, you get nothing else nothing other than else. an armband. That's it. That's all you get. You still got to pay for food. Yep. Everything else. Yep. No, no benefits of nothing. Wow. The one thing you know, Cadence is obsessed with monkeys. She loves monkeys, and so they got a little. I think it's a capucha monkey in there, and you can pay 
money to get Fruit Loops and feed it Fruit Loops or whatever. And uh, of course, you can't get close to it. It's it's in the middle of this little pen, and uh, it's kind of I guess it's kind of like it's kind of roped off, kind of tight, where it can't really run around too much. And she's like leaning. I was like, "You are going to be the reason there's going to be an outbreak in Northwest Georgia. <laughs> there's the monkey is going to bite you." And I guarantee you that little boy ain't no, up on a shot. No, I was like, "That thing that, that is an illegal monkey from some state. It's probably sick and disease ridden. It's got diabetes. It's ate so many damn Fruit Loops. It'll have diabetes by the end of the week." So. Got the diabetes, but yeah, man, I don't know. I was just kind of, I, I was just, really disappointed. I was looking forward to the whole like watching them do the cheerleading thing, and and uh, it, man, it was it was, I, it was sad. It was really sad. It was sad. So I mean, that's a nice way to put it. You know, it's just we'll just sorry, just sorry, Coast Valley folks that uh, maybe uh, hoping that we help. But there's still go to the fair. It may not be here next year. Obviously, it's still something that makes money because me and Arlo have like this adopted brother, uh, Richard. He works for the city. He takes a week of vacation, a week of vacation from his job with the city of of Rome. Yeah. To go work the fair. Yeah. Because he makes so much money and he said he loves it. Yeah. So so obviously there's something going on. I just, but it's just not. I don't know. It just doesn't appeal to me. I yeah. guess with those costs and everything. No, else, dude. I I, 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 we went once, and I, I mean, was you're like, talking, we are not going back. That's the prices you're talking about. I mean, that's comparable with me going to a Braves game. Yeah, or to a big sporting event. Yeah, not the not the playoff games. I heard. Well, no, I just seats is going for five hundred dollars. The up. Braves Phillies first game. Yeah, I that's got a buddy right. of mine. That's, he got eight tickets to give to him uh, through the company he works for. And I said, man, if you sold those tickets, you can make a mint off of those. Yeah, about five hundred sure. bucks a ticket. But from what I understand, you're still paying several hundred dollars just to do the standing room only. Out oh yeah, in the no, no, thank you. I'm not going to pay that much money to go stand up unless yeah. the Beatles, unless somebody brings John Lennon back from the dead, <laughs> and Oasis opens up for him. Hey, that's the only way that shit's going to happen. So. <laughs> you put some thought into that. Yeah, I mean, I was like, I if I had to go stand on my feet for four hours, uh, I, I, this is this is my stipulation. This is what had to happen. So. Um, but, uh, before we get any further in this episode, let's, uh, we, we got to talk about this. We have multiple, uh, multiple listeners send this to us. Heater was one of the ones that sent this to us. So we definitely want to, uh, we're going to do it some justice. On today's Rob's computer's frozen again. What the <laughs> Florida, um, an elderly Florida man chases, uh, faces charges in a retirement community for having over $1,800 worth of black market erectile dysfunction <laughs> pills. Well, I was about to ask, is this going to be another, what, the Florida where he's naked? Uh, there was probably some naked people, naked stuff going on after this. So. $1,800 of black market This is not the first time Re- uh, Reginald Kinser had been uh, pushing illegals. Uh, this is not his first offense. A man from the village, which is known to be the Disneyland of retirement homes. Now we know why. One of the Florida's uh, largest retirement communities is facing a sentence up to one year on stockpile charges on charges of stockpiling uh, an erectile dysfunction pill. So, so you're telling me, you know, you can get in like the rides for free, but getting off will cost you. <laughs> yes. At black market costs. So, <laughs> Reginald Kinser, 77, was accused by federal, uh, federal prosecutors of having over $1,800 in erectile dysfunction medication delivered to his home. The drugs were reportedly obtained without a prescription from a licensed doctor. Uh, the authorities believe that he intended to sell these pills locally and outside of Florida. Uh, the charging documents indicated that these pills were discovered during a search of Kinser's residence in a prominent retirement neighborhood of the village, the villages, yeah. Uh, the Department of Homeland Security even stepped in and executed this operation uh, after obtaining a search warrant for his home. This guy looks happy. This is the happiest dude in the world. Um, he's no stranger to drug-related offenses, and maybe this is why he looks happy, because in 2020 he was arrested for illegal possession of MDMA, psilocybin, and marijuana. That will all put a smile on your face. So I've read. Uh, according to Sumter County Court, uh, he is convicted. He was actually was convicted in 2021 and received a three-year probation sentence. That little slap on the wrist. That's all he got? 
Yeah, unfortunately, this time, if he's found guilty, which I don't see how he cannot be found guilty, uh, he's going to get one year in federal prison and could face up to $10,000 in fines. That's not even really that bad of a charge. Not he's he, 77. And you know he's been selling a lot longer than what they just got a hold of, so he's just going to write a check. Typically, this medication would be uh, somewhat dangerous to an older person with a heart condition. He's just going out with a bang. <laughs> And a bang, and a bang, and a bang, and a bang. So, wow, wow, yeah. And if you can, you can Google the picture of this guy's face. Uh, he he looks like one happy camper. You know, I'm gonna have and to I say, if, if we got any listeners, y'all, surely we've got some folks that work in retirement homes. I have always heard that that is a big thing that they deal it's true. with is trying to keep keep them away from each other. It's true. And uh, also, you would be. We've said this on other episodes. Uh, I'll say it for our new folks. Um, the STD rate in retirement homes, villages, and centers, communities, is very high. We talking about like true STDs, or are we just talking about a sure Tyler Dick? Well, we talking about you had to take some. You had to take a good set, a good course of antibiotics to probably oh knock out whatever's God. going on. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a known thing. That's that's a well known thing, and. Uh, <laughs> Me being tasteless right now, uh, if they have Alzheimer's, they're sleeping with somebody different every time they get, go, go at it. So, uh, <laughs> so I, that's what I got to look forward to. How you doing? I mean, hey, you look awful familiar. Um, that runs in my family, so don't get mad at me. And it's probably running, coursing through my <laughs> coconut right now. As I can't remember anything. Thank God for life cycle mushroom tinctures. Nice plug. Jump on the old lines, man. It's good for you. Um, we, we talked about this in a previous episode. It, it might've been when it happened about a year ago. Um, the whole situation with Trevor Bauer, uh, pitcher, major league pitcher who, uh, was accused, uh, for sexually assaulting, assaulting, and I guess raping and sodomizing. There's a lot of stuff that she accused him of, uh, a female two not once, but twice. And so, he vehemently denied it. He had just signed a contract, I believe, with the Dodgers. I got that. Um, so that was one of the things when I was looking at it, and I guess maybe you've got that on there and you can clarify it. He ended up, did he get suspended because of this was out there? Because I noticed he played this past year in Japan. He did get suspended. He actually he got suspended for the whole entire season, and then the players' union stepped in, and they, they reduced it by 192 games. But by then, he'd already went to Japan. Uh, at the time... He had signed a three-year, $102 million contract with the Dodgers on February of 2021. Wasn't he coming off of a big – yeah, he yeah, he well, he had a big year previously, and he was a new – like a, 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 I mean, he was a hot commodity in the trade in the trade market. Uh, when, when all this stuff went down, he vehemently denied it, said he had proof that it didn't happen. He and actually countersued her, right? This guy was guilty until he had to prove himself innocent, which is really, really the sad part of it all. Um, he ended up going to play, uh, baseball in Japan, uh, and he signed with the Bay Stars, Yokohama Bay Stars, uh, and he was making like $3 million, including performance and marketing incentives. So we're talking about $102 million to $3 million. And let's hope you don't go to jail. Yeah. And in the meantime, your name is just mud. It's just getting and raked. Ba- yeah. And the bad thing is, I mean, once people hear it, you're right. I mean, there, everybody thinks he's guilty. Oh yeah, I mean there wasn't anybody. We kind of see you kind of tiptoe lightly around that thing, and we don't tiptoe lightly around stuff pretty much on this podcast. But the last thing you want to do is have somebody's back when they are guilty. Like you, anybody that supported Harvey Weinstein when they rolled out the Me Too movement, now you look like a real terrible person. Yeah, you know you look like a terrible person. Like you, you obviously didn't have your facts or your ducks in a row. And you were speaking out of turn. This one, we kind of looked at this one and, you know, didn't immediately just say, oh, he's, he didn't do it. There's no way he did it. But there was a lot of skepticism in the room on my on my end. Well, I speak for myself. Well, it was for me, too. But the bad thing is you also feel guilty for doing that because a lot of times the true victims in those cases are made out to look Awful. They want to make you know, they like want to they, make that they person want, look bad it, as part of the defense, and that's not right. If the abuse truly existed, if you or, want, you know what I mean. If like, you watch that interview with her today, 
the accuser, she didn't need any help with anybody trying to make her look bad. She is a complete idiot, a complete buffoon. Well, you know, we had a friend of ours uh, from high school that she, uh, when she was in college, she got raped. And um, and it, it was an awful situation. But as she tried to do her part to make sure that those guys were held accountable, she was drugged through the ringer. Oh, yeah. And they, it's amazing how you've got two individuals break into her apartment and, you know, take turns abusing her or holding a knife to her throat or whatever that they had to do and switch. She was still made to be like, well, you know, she was asking for it. She was the one. She was, was the one. That, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, I yeah. don't think and that and it's sad. So when you've got those kind of things behind you, when you hear these kind of stories, you automatically think, all right, this is really, I, I kind of on this guy's side. But at the same time, you're like, well, man, I feel like a piece of shit. Cause now I'm questioning if this girl really did do this. Yeah. But this one, like you said, from the get go, something just something didn't right. check out in the mm-hmm. way that he was so adamant about, yeah. Hey, I've got this, I got this, yeah. I got this. He, um, and then going back to kind of what you were saying, uh, you know, the defense attorney's job right out of the gate is to discredit the witness. That is the first thing that they do. And man, they do a special place in hell for those people too that know good and well the facts, uh, that are there before them and they still try to find a way to get these, you know, pieces of garbage out of trouble. Um, Bauer, man, this guy, he he was a wild card. He was kind of like he had some annex on the field he got in trouble for. I don't know if you remember when he was playing. I think it was for Cleveland. And uh, there was an error or something. Something happened. And Terry Francona came out to take him out of the game. And he was mad because there was two outs. And the, it was a booted ball. And he could have been an out three. And he took the ball from the pitcher's man. He turned around and faced the outfield and threw the ball up in the stands. When he took him out, like, he, you know, he's kind of – and then he went to the Reds, and he's a little he's a little chippy there too. And uh, uh, I remember the Braves played him in the playoffs that year, and we put him out. But uh, he, you know, he's he's a guy that you it's easy not to like, right? right. Real easy not. And to you've like. seen him show a temper on the field. So when somebody talks about him showing a temper in yes. the bedroom or something like that, you're was, like, man, that ain't that far of a stretch. It was not that far of a stretch. It wasn't. Um, he actually, again, yeah, he uh, he did win the Cy Young in 2020. Um, and that same, uh, and in 2021, just when she accused him of beating her and sexually assaulting her uh, more than once, uh, two times. And she went back for seconds. I mean, so I'll I, tell you her. Some, I'll get, sometimes I, if you don't like something, you got to go back make a second sure, time just to make sure just to you make didn't sure like you it. Didn't like it. Um, I'll go into what she had to say about that, too. <laughs> um, her name's Lindsay Hill. Uh, she had uh, basically came out and had pictures of herself beating up uh had like scratch marks on her neck and things like that. And so you're looking at all this and the evidence is pretty damning. You're just like, Ooh man, this does not look good for him. But like I said, he came out immediately and he's like, no, 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 no. I got text messages from her. And so the text messages started coming out. She was like, I I like it rough. I want you to be rough. I want you to choke me. I don't want you to hold back. I want you to, uh, you know, this don't be afraid of, you know, X, Y, Z. This is what I like. Here's my menu of debauchery. Wow. Yeah, it you know this, no like, holes barred. Is this like a Fifty Shades of Grey submissive it's, contract it's like that we're a, trying to it's sign like a, here? It's a, it's a sexual street fight, if you will. So it's uh, I don't. Uh. It's like if you're having sex in the it's a UFC fight in a intercourse all in one. So oh my god, it makes me think that was a guy that we uh, that me and Arlo coached with, and he told, told, tells a story about a girl that he had hooked up with. He said they're right in the middle of the act, and he said. She was like, oh, hit me, hit me. He goes, I don't, what am I doing? Like, he didn't know what to do. And I, th- I think there was a nice little, you know, little, little, little slap or a tap or something. She goes, no, I want you to hit me, make it hurt. He said, he hauled off and just punched the shit out of her. Oh my God. And she turned around and she went, what the hell was that for? And he went, well, I don't know what I'm doing. I ain't ever done this. You said punch you shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's when you just leave the room. You just have to get out. I'm out. I'm, I'm out. Yeah. Like, nope. There's, she's one of those kinds that's going to go to the police yeah, and be like trying to sue you. Get a lot. Yeah. Hey, it takes all kinds, but, uh, he had actually had those heat and he posted those. I think, I I don't know if he waited until that's the thing that I was looking at. He waited until the case was essentially dismissed with prejudice, which I had to look that up because, you know, some of these terms that you get into, you can kind of get lost in it. But when a case 
is dismissed with prejudice. That means it is over, it is done, once and for all, can't be brought back to court. A case dismissed without prejudice means the opposite. That means that there's no dismissal forever. The person could come back and try you again. Okay. So the fact that they agreed to dismiss this with prejudice is why he comes out on his own podcast, I believe that he's got, and posted a video, and he basically said, hey, here's the deal. This is going to be Lindsey Hill's concealed text finally exposed. Mm. He, um, again, like we had talked about, he got suspended for 324 games, uh, and then uh, the ban was actually reduced to 194 games. Um, but now that all this has been done, does do you think they'll get reduced again? Because he just sat out the whole year. Well, it, it basically, everything's null and void at that point, and the Dodgers have to pay him his contract. Okay. So Whether he's he, going to get paid his contract, he, so he should be eligible he, on opening day next year, right? He's still – he's still they have to pay him, uh, but he's not on the roster. Oh, okay. So if other team picks him up, I think they'll save like $700 and something thousand dollars uh, in arbitration because he'll be picked up by another team. Uh, but still, they're going to pay a lot of money just to just – to, <clears throat> man, just think about it. Well, and that's the thing, like – and again, when all this came out, the fact that he came out and countersued her – Immediately. Immediately. You knew, man, this guy's doing what he's got to do to defend himself. Yeah. And he kept saying, I, it's going to come out. It's going to come yeah. out. But like you said, you got to keep your evidence kind of close to the vest. You don't reveal all your cards. Before any of this, before any of the, uh, uh, the interaction between her and Bauer, she was already text messaging a friend who, thank God that person had some, had a moral compass, uh, and turn that turn those text messages over to uh, to attorneys. Yeah, because on one of the text messages, her friend even asked, "Do you not feel a teeny tiny bit guilty?" And Lindsay's response was, "No, not really." She her first message to her friend was, uh, "New victim." Uh, what'd she say? She uh, said, "Next victim, star pitcher for the Dodgers." Yeah, and then they started asking about the kind of money he had. And then they were asking her what she was going to do to yeah, like, secure that money yeah, to she steal said, well, it. Yeah, what should I? What should I steal? What yeah, should I steal? Yeah. And they said, steal that bag. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she and was talking about, I'm going to the house on Wednesday. I mean, I've already got my hooks in. You know how I roll. Yeah. First time I met, he's fifty one million. Yeah, fifty one million. That's what so she kept already, saying, throwing it, around. She completely planned this thing out. And then what was the last one she said when she said what she was going to have to do? It said her friend said, "Bitch, you better secure that bag." And she said, or the friend said, but how, how are you going to do that? She goes, I guess I need daddy to choke me out. Yeah. And that was one of the, one of the claims that he choked her unconscious several times. But then she had another text message to him that she, that she wanted to be choked out. Oh God. She wanted to be punched. Oh, we got a friend of ours. He got into a, you talk about an awful situation. I say awful. And when we listen, this podcast, like, this stuff happens all the time, and and we're not going to just stop with Trevor Bauer. I've got a, no. I've got several other um, incidences where this happened to people. Yeah, and I mean, a friend of ours was mixed up with a girl that he was having an affair with, and that's the kind of shit that she was into. She wanted to be choked out, but when she woke up, she wanted to be. When she woke up, she wanted things to be already being done to her. So when she woke up, it was already in the act of happening. That's insane, dude. In insane, insane. insane. I worked with another dude at one time and uh there was a there was a female that worked there. They, she didn't work there. She was she she frequented uh the place where we worked. It was in a gym. And she used to tell him that she would leave her bedroom window unlocked that her fantasy was to be raped and she wanted him to come over, climb in the window and rape her while she was asleep. Like that's what she wanted to be woken up to. And he was like, man, she is crazy. She is, I was like, dude, she may have a fantasy to kill somebody. Right. And and you're going to go in there and you're going to just get killed and you're breaking and entering and got killed. And the bad thing is, I was like, what if it ain't what all she thought it was going to be? Then you're done. Yeah. Because yeah, she's got yeah. you climbing in the window. Yeah. You're doing all this yeah. stuff. I mean, you can't. Man, it is, cra- it is so crazy to think that there's people out there that, that, uh, get their jollies off to but, that. And the, and the big thing with Trevor, he even talks about, he goes on in this video and talks about how that, you know, since all this was kind of going back and forth and him countersuing and everything else and him being so adamant about, you know, not being part of this, 
her legal team would approach him multiple times trying to come to some type of financial settlement, and he refused. He said, I have told y'all, and I told everybody from day one, I refuse to pay her a single fucking cent. Yeah, and he didn't. And he didn't. didn't. The sad thing about every bit of this, uh, not the fact that she tried to basically, she accused him of a crime that he didn't commit. She destroyed this man's name. Like ruined his baseball. I don't even. He may come back and pitch, but he's been. You know what I mean? Like, is he going to be effective? Yeah, he did okay in Japan, but I mean, he's a, who's going to pick him up? And, and it's not just who picks him up. You got to think about what mentally has this done to his ability when he comes back home. We say home yep. when he's playing in the MLB. What, what kind of effect is that going to have on him going around? He I mean, goes and plays in the field. Plays against the Phillies. Well, you think the fans are going to be yelling well, at him? You know who comes to mind with me, and, and I think about somebody that had a mental issue, like and couldn't recover. John Rocker, yeah, for sure. As a Braves fan, yep. I mean, and I know that that what he went through was not the same, right? But what I'm saying is, mentally, when you go through that type of challenge, it's hard to come back. You may not be what you were before. Opposing teams, fans don't forgive, Ruthless. and they do not forget. So he, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I just don't, I don't know how effective he'll be when he comes back into the league, but. uh she, here's the other thing that pisses me off. These women that accuse these men of doing these things, they seldom get any jail time. They get sued. They countersue them for defamation of character. And, and what is it? Uh, they, You can sue anybody for anything you want to, and you can win. It don't mean That's you're getting paid. Saying. You don't mean you're going to get paid. He did, however, I believe she had, uh, it was some insurance, an uh, insurance company. Uh, and he's supposed to, excuse me, I think he's supposed to receive $300,000. He is? I, I Let's see, settlement costs for the no exchange money between the parties. The woman will receive a separate $300,000 from her insurance company. Her attorney said in a letter to Pat. Why, what is she getting $300,000 for? But it's not, but that's, oh, she said that she got paid from her insurance company. Oh. So how does that work? Can I go take out a policy that says a, a that if I... policy? Well, that, that's another thing that you can look at. That's insurance fraud. Yeah, but I mean, but the fact that she's coming out and saying whatever money she's able to settle up and got out of this is from her insurance company because, again, he said not a single fucking dime came from me. This woman planned this whole entire heinous act, planned every single bit, every single bit of it, and uh, she is not going to face any consequences. So the interview that I was talking about, you can see that it's all over TikTok right now. And man, the, I forgot who it is that's doing the doing the interview. But she, dude, she is handing her ass to her like she's ruthless. Like she don't care. She's like, oh, so the reason we couldn't see the bruises on your face where he punched you uh, punched you in the face was because the lighting was bad on your Snapchat picture that you took. Nice. And she's like, well, that's a great question, but. Uh, I mean, that's kind of what, you know, I mean, dude, she just like, she looks like a complete fool. And then uh, she said, let me get this straight. Now he's, he's assaulted you. He's choked you unconscious. You woke up to him sodomizing you and you left and you left, you feared for your life, but you left, you left alive. And then you drove back to Los Angeles and did it all over again. That's what's crazy. She said, I just wanted to go back. I didn't like the way it went, uh, the way I was treated. And I wanted to get, I wanted to be empowered. I wanted to feel empowered by going back. And she, and the lady's just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, sure. Um, so that's the deal with Trevor Bauer. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't even know. Uh, of course, I know he'll try to probably pitch in the league again. I don't know if he'll be able to. Uh, hopefully, hopefully he will. I, I hate it that that happened to him. Um, but uh, that's not the only person that's ever happened to, believe it or not. Um, we'll look at some celebrities, a couple of celebrities. Uh, this is, I didn't, I didn't know this, but I'm sure it was out there. Uh, actually Justin Bieber was accused of sexual misconduct and two anonymous Twitter users. Um, he actually is taking legal action against them and he's suing them for $20 million. Wow. Which, uh, ain't no drop in the bucket. Uh, and then let's see here. Uh, got there was an actor on uh, Riverdale here recently Cole Sprouse he was facing allegations of sexual assault on a woman named Victoria who came forward and claimed that Sprouse became aggressive 
They got back to his room after a party uh, in a New York University dorm. Uh, then the 27-year-old the actually denied all claims. Uh, he is now planning to take legal action. Well, I mean, and that's what's sad is, like, in those situations, those guys end up spending probably just as much as they would have had to pay if they were wrong. Yeah just to try to clear their name. Yeah. And the bad thing is their name's never going to be cleared. It's always going to be attached to it. Right. Uh, you got uh, Leela Reinhardt. She actually was another star from Riverdale. She was accused of sexual misconduct. Uh, she denied and tweeted about the statement addressing uh, allegations. She said, I can't think of something more twisted uh, than a line about somebody uh, sexually assaulting someone. And then there were screenshots from uh, various Twitter users appeared for several anonymous accounts sharing the accusations of the sexual abuse against the Riverdale co-star, uh, Cole Sproul. Uh, maybe she was just coming to his defense. And then I have Nick Carter, uh, one of the boy band fellas. Was it 98 Degrees? I can't remember oh, which one. Oh, yeah. There. I think it was. He was accused um, by a former pop star, uh, Melissa. Uh, it's like Schumann. I don't know who she is. He he was accused of raping her, and he later was uh, cleared of all those charges against him. Uh, another guy, uh, Jeremy Piven, he's an actor. Um, he was accused of sexual harassment by at least seven women, uh, and he, of course he denied all the charges. Uh, he said the accusations were what they were, but they never happened. He said, I've never disrespected a woman or gone against her wishes. The answer is no, and he said he said in an interview. He's got seven people seeing it. See, and that's the, that, those are the ones where one, two, eh, but then when it starts climbing, you're like, like you're oh. talking about Deshaun Watson. Right. But his list just kept growing. Um, there's another guy, Ansel uh, Elgert. He, uh, he broke a silence and denied allegations of sexual assault. Uh, the Fault in the Stars actor was accused by a girl named Gabby. Uh, he was clear about all, ac- um, all the accusations. Uh, he took his Instagram account. And said they had a consensual relationship, and Gabby and I had a, a brief and legal, and entirely consensual uh, relationship, and I never would assault anyone. Think maybe she would have been like, "Oh, he don't want to be my girlfriend no more." How about this? <laughs> you know, I yeah. mean, you don't ever know. You, you don't, don't. Have, like those chicks trying to get money. Um, there's there's two football players. Uh, was it? It was. Uh, I want to say. There was two football players. Is it Saint Hope? Was that what it was? The school, the college. Um, I'll try to find the school. But anyways, the story was she was want this chick was wanting to date this guy that she had feelings for, and she didn't know that if he had feelings for her. And he actually, so she made up a story that these two football players cornered her in a bathroom and raped her to get some empathy and sympathy for this guy to like date her or fall in love with her. And both of these guys lost their scholarships. Off and, the accusation. Yes. And they almost went to went to prison. They almost went to prison. I think it was Saint Hope. Um man, I had it right here. I hate it that I can't find it. Um but I'm gonna move on. Uh here's one that we know about. Um you ever remember a story about Brian Banks? I don't. Okay. Edu- educate me, Rob. Brian Banks, uh, he was actually, uh, he was, it was like 2013. He signed with the Falcons. and this, uh, Okay, 2002, his junior year, um, he had verbally committed to USC. He was a beast. Like, I mean, he was, this cat was going to be something. I mean, he would have, he would have been a, he would have been a hell of a football player. And, Unfortunately, uh, he was accused of rape, and uh, it was a classmate, uh, Winetta Gibson. He spent close to six years in prison, and in 2012, his conviction was overturned when his his accuser confessed that she had fabricated the entire story. His sentence was fully exonerated. He sought uh, uh, out to, to play football in the UFL and attended mini camps for several NFL teams, and he got signed by the Atlanta Falcons. They picked him up. Uh, but this man's whole life was, I mean, dude, you talk about six years in prison as a as a 18-year-old, 17, 18-year-old. And you're talking about somebody that's on a track. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you got a plan, and you got to take a hard left to work your way back. Yes. 
Yes. Uh, yeah, he, I mean, he was actually, uh, he was named uh, one of Rival's juniors to watch, class of 20, uh, 2003. He was expelled from school during the rape accusation, uh, and then he went to jail. He was tried and went to prison. As a kid. That's awful, man. A kid. Uh, but luckily, um, you know, he uh, he actually he was teammates with Deshaun Jackson, and, and uh, like they just had a good football team, man. And I don't know what would possess somebody to just make up a story to destroy somebody's life like that. I just you talk about a, you know defense attorneys having a special place in hell. These kind of people that do that. Guess what she? Guess what her punishment was. Nothing. 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 And see, and that's what kills me. Like, you literally can come out and do this, <clears throat> ruin somebody's reputation, change the trajectory of their life, and literally nothing happens to you. Yeah. You know, and, and being in education, that's one thing that we, we've struggled with, too. I mean, you've got accusations that are made against educators all the time, and the educator's the one that has to fight to prove their innocence because they're thought to be guilty from the get-go. And once that's labeled or done, nothing happens to the accuser. And that that's that's the problem. Yeah. She uh man. She held on to the secret that she felt guilty about because if she would have told him that she did that she fabricated the story, then she would she would have had to return the money that her and her family was awarded in court. So she kept it quiet to keep the money. So I'm assuming by the time she did come clean, the money's gone. Oh, it's gone, man. I mean, I'm sure they told her she had to pay it back, but uh yeah. Yeah. So right here it says, um, the Long Beach Unified School District won 2.6 million in the judgment against Gibson, recouping only 750,000 in payments paid to her along with attorney's fees and interest and a million in punitive damages. She failed to, uh, to, uh, appear in court that day. Oh, no. shocker. Oh, she's like, eh. I'm not going to make it. She's like, where's my broom? <laughs> I got to sweep this back <laughs> under the road. So, um, you know, I, the other thing too, with you talk about this, like I, I've heard stories. God, man, this is some of the worst stuff I've ever heard. I've heard stories of women who, um, use their children against the father and have their children go and testify against their dad, that their dad had sexually assaulted them or raped them. What? Just so they could get custody of the kid. Or get the custody, you know, because a dude don't have much of a chance to get custody of their no, kid. No. I mean, I'm just telling no. you, you don't have much of a chance. Amen. And if they come up with some erroneous bullshit story like that and use it against the dad, first off, there's no, you can't recover from that. You can't recover from it. But the bad thing is, how do you defend it? Yeah. It's your word against the kid and the mom and that's and whoever saying. else they got lying for you. Well, you know that the in-laws are going to come in and jump on that bandwagon too. And you're, I mean, you're screwed. Yeah. I knew a story, uh, and this actually happened not too long ago. There was a gentleman who had adopted, uh, his, him and his wife had adopted this girl and raised her. And I don't know if she was a family member. The family was the, 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 the real mother of the child was not in a position to take care of the child. So they had raised this kid. I think the kid got like 15 or 16 years old, started getting a little rebellious. And then she started wanting to go see her mom and hang out with her mom and be with her mom. And uh, so they're like, no, it's not a good situation for you to be in. You, you no, absolutely not. You can't do this. Now this guy's a business owner. He owns a business. People know who this person is. And um, the next thing I know, I'm making a phone call going, what in the world happened to so-and-so? are you kidding me? And like the person I'm asking is like, I don't ever want to talk to that guy again. I hope he never comes back around. I hope I never have to see him or deal with him again. You know, don't ever want to, you know, he's not welcome around here. And I was like, man, I can't believe that. You know, and I'm, I'm sitting here thinking what a piece of shit this guy is. Yeah. You know, somebody he adopted to take care of and he's doing these things. Well, the, the girl had got with the mother her her mother and they had, hatch this plan the only way that they can get away that she can get away from them and they don't have legal uh, guardianship over her anymore or conservatorship or whatever it is is they made up a story that he'd been molesting her and so they went to the police told this story this man gets arrested 
his his shit's on Facebook, on the new on the on the newspaper, whatever. It's right there. Destroys him. Destroys him. And none of it's true. Did it ever come out? Yeah, it came out. You know what? Uh, the it other thing out. you saying that the other thing that pisses me off, and this is I guess a local problem. But this, but think about it. This man's business is already he like he's he, lost it. Yeah, and it don't matter what he says. Uh, the only thing people are going to remember is that image of him in the newspaper with with a molestation charge. And see, and that's what kills me is the newspaper's got all this on there. But when everything comes to light and finds out that hey, it was bullshit and this person's okay, they never never run another never run article, it, or they run it so small nobody will ever find it. Yeah, nobody goes to page eight. Nobody. I mean, and that's, you know, that's, that's the bad news sells newspapers, bad news sells ads on, on that garbage Facebook, uh, that I will never, I'll never give them any credit that one garbage one here in Rome that everybody posts bullshit on that I will never, we'll never talk about them other than talk about what a piece of shit I think. (laughs) Um, but, uh, that's the sad fact of it is, is the bad news is what sells. That's what they make money. That's what they get their advertising on stuff like that. It's just not right. Uh, but you're right, man. It's like they, nobody recants or runs a, a correction article or oops, you know, it's our bad. You know, I think they should be, if I know they're just reporting the police report, I know that's what they're doing, but, but they should but still come back. You got, if I, if you're exonerated, come back. I think if they don't, then they could be held liable for defamation of character. Should be. I think they should be able to be sued as well. Absolutely. That's, what I think, so. That's who I'd go after. Um, well, enough on this, uh, heartwarming episode uh, here. <laughs> um, but you know, this is stuff that people's got to talk about. I mean, yeah. these are things, these are topics that people do not want to talk about that, that should be talked about. And these kids that are, that are, the athletes, these kids that are growing up, even, not even just athletes, man. I can't just say it's just athletes alone. They're just a bigger target because they have a monetary value. Right. They have a bank account attached to them. Yep. This stuff happens all the time. Well, yeah. I mean, the one thing we'll go ahead and say right now, we're we're not in a situation. This podcast is going to make sure we have the conversation nobody else needs to have. There's too much shit going on in the world for us to put our head in the sand and not talk about it. Yeah. And things like this, these are the things that you got to talk to your kids about. Yep. You got to talk to your sons about. You got to talk to your daughters, your daughters about. about. You got to let them know. I mean, this is the stuff that you got to face. Yeah. And you got to think about it. Yeah. I would, and I know another situation. This was a long time ago. I'd heard this story. It's some people that we had known. Uh, I think I was still in high school, but uh, I think the the daughter had uh, called a boy over. Parents was at work, called a boy over, and they were going to, like, he was older than her. And uh, they ended up having consensual sex. And uh, the girl got scared because she was thinking that she was going to get pregnant. She thought she was going to end up pregnant. So when the dad came home from work, she told him that so-and-so came to the house and raped her. Well, guess where he was going? He was going over there to kill somebody. Yeah. Like, it, it's just like I would. Just like I, mean, I would. Like most dads I would. I would straight up not be rational. Yeah. Some, my daughter tells me some shit like that. It was, but, uh, yeah, you got to talk to your kids. You got to talk to your kids about it because you, you, you're doing grown up things that have grown up consequences. And those consequences will ruin someone's life. Ruin their life. Yeah. That is the thing. We ain't talking about a lie that gets you like, oh, yeah, I, I, no, I didn't cheat on that test. We ain't talking about something that just affects a short time. We're talking about something that impacts them for their life. We're talking about you ain't even getting a job at Walmart, son. I hope you can paint and nail a shingle on a house because that's about <laughs> the that's only all work you you're going to do. Yeah. I'm being serious. Yeah, you're going to be sitting with your tools down on the corner so yeah. somebody picks you up. Go ahead and Google uh, what kind of jobs can a convicted felon get. See how short that list <laughs> that is. That list is small, son. <laughs> uh, they don't put the illegal ones on there. No, no, <laughs> yeah. no, no. no. Those, they usually just continue to do the illegal things. So let's get to our picks. And then, man, we, the picks have kind of tightened up. Um, we we're right there with the, we're neck and neck. Arlo is still at, he's at the, uh, he's the lead dog there with 24 wins and 12 losses. I'm right behind him with 23 wins and 13 losses. And cousin Johnny's creep slowly, but surely step by step creeping out of the basement. He's got 22 wins and 14 losses. So this, I was last week. I thought that would put me in the basement. I'm not going to lie. Uh, you, you were worried about it. When I won my college games, I said, I'm about to run away with this thing. <laughs> Guess what? The reality came knocking on, knocking on the door. I said, Hey, you don't know much about pro football as you think you do. <laughs> 
And uh, well, I think at this point in time, the listeners need to go ahead. If y'all like to bet on games, let's go ahead and bet on the fact that there is a good chance me and Rob will probably both be drinking the funky stuff. The tuna at the shot end of this, at the end of the, the tuna shot is not going to be good. And yeah. by the way, whoever suggested putting hot sauce in it make it better, it don't give a damn what you do to it. You might as well I'm put. A, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna puke either way. You might as well put a cat turd in it. <laughs> it's gonna make me throw up regardless. So. I'll see, if our, I'll see if Lucy can contribute to that. So. Oh. Um, this week's games, um, let me uh, let me go to this week's games. We got some pretty good ones, and I think some of them may look like for sure, like, oh, man, they're picking easy games. They're not picking anything hard. Um, trust me, it never plays out like we think it's going to. So this week we got Kansas State versus Okie State, and Arlo – is going with Kansas State. I myself am going with Kansas State. Cousin Johnny, who you got? <coughs> I am definitely going to go with Kansas State, so we'll go ahead and just uh, make sure we're all in agreement on that one. Georgia, super lackluster weekend against Auburn out there on the plains. I really thought that was going to be our first loss. I'm not going to lie. I was dreading it. Uh, they did not look good. I don't care what anybody – you spin it as positive as you want to, son. It does not look good. It does not look good. You, and can't, this, you can't polish it up. Dude, this weekend scares me. The only thing that makes you feel better is the fact that you're in Athens. But yeah. this is a good time. We're talking about Georgia uh, Georgia hosting Kentucky. Let me go ahead at this point. Heater, obviously, I owe you a big apology for questioning the ability of the Kentuckians to uh, wake up early and enjoy the spirits that are uh, that are distilled in that beautiful state. Uh, and they showed up like they were supposed to. So, my brother, I owe you a big apology for questioning anything on them. So, uh, man, they, they definitely – Kentucky showed up. I, I I thought Florida was going to do something, but they man, got a, they got a running game, boy. Woo. Kentucky's got a serious running game. And see, there's just Georgia. Mate, I mean, this is one of those things. I know that we always say, "Don't be a homer, don't be a homer." This is one of those. I'm going to be a homer. I'm picking Georgia, but man, I'm nervous uh, after I, after the way that they played against Auburn. Me too. The only thing that's going to benefit them is that home crowd. But man, they got a lot of question marks. They got to get yeah. settled if they're going to make a run. I think we're all on the same. Uh, we're on the same plane with that. I think we all have our same man. These people on Facebook talking about armchair quarterbacks and don't know anything about college football, this, that, and other. Are y'all y'all must be new Georgia fans that don't remember the Bobo days? You knew either you a new Georgia fan or you old Georgia fan and you got amnesia. <laughs> because you're fooling yourself if you think we we are not cohesive. I don't care you can put they they were putting comparing Stetson Bennett's first four games to to Napoleon Dynamite's first four games. They didn't have the same defense. You, you can't you can't compare it. That we Stetson Bennett could have scored fourteen points and we would have won, we can win because our defense was so damn dominant for two years. Yeah, we don't have that guy. We don't have that guy on defense this year at all. We do not have that defensive guy that's taking charge of everything. So. Arlo picked Georgia. I'm going to pick Georgia as well. I got, uh, just, I got Georgia as just well. Just because I, I think Tennessee's going to get us. I'm on, I'll be honest. I think that's going to be the game that's going to break my heart. Well, I think this is one of those things, and you listen to you know Coach Smart and other coaches talk about it. It's There's going to have to be that oh shit moment. And I, hopefully last week against Auburn was something that woke them up. Yeah. But they're going to have to understand that now it, you're the hunted. You're the hunted, and you better clean up your act. You can't just roll in like you used to. People coming after you. If you don't get Brock Bowers at least fifteen plus touches, we we ain't gonna. That's that's our. I'm telling you, man. We would not have beat Auburn if it hadn't been for him. I'm telling. We you. would not have beat him. Yeah. So so get that man the football. Don't don't go. Don't regress from that that part of the playbook. You got to stick with it. So, um, man. Colorado, Arizona is the next game. Uh, I'm definitely taking Colorado because they got their guts stomped out in that first half against USC, and they came back and made that a football game. Yep. They yep. showed me what that was made of. Yeah. And I think Arizona State's in trouble Big this time. weekend. So. It's one of those things I can remember. <laughs> I can remember when I was coaching, the group of girls I had, they were just they were rough. I love them to death. Uh, but, you know, coaching them in softball, they would beat your ass. And if you snuck up and beat them – my speech to them, and they always responded to it, when we would come back after a loss, I would always be in the circle, and I'd pull them in close, and I'd say, look, somebody needs to pay for the ass-whipping we took before. 
and that damn team across the field is the one that's in the target. Let's go get them. Yeah. That's one of these things. I think Colorado has toted it for two weeks. They fought like hell to yeah. try to come back against USC. Arizona State better hold on. I think that Col- – and, and I'm not saying it's going to be a blowout. Right. I'm just saying it may be one of those just hard-nosed, we're going to yeah. beat – you're going to know you played us yeah. when we're done. And I think this will be the game that actually turns that program uh, – turns them back on the, the sh- to right the ship. And I believe they'll be okay the rest of the season. Colorado being successful and being a good team is good for college football. It is. It That's is. the way you got to look it at is. it, whether you like prime or not. Yep. It's good for college football. Yep. My favorite sign against the Oregon Ducks, what dude was holding up at uh, ESPN game day, at least my coach got 10 toes. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> that was the best sign I've seen in a long time, so it was good. So it's Colorado across the board for all three of us. Uh, let's go ahead and step off in the NFL. Cowboys-Niners, that's actually a really big game. That's a big game. Um, Christian McCaffrey's just unreal, the things that he's doing out there on the football field. Uh, but the Cowboys' defense is so damn good, it man. Is. They are excellent. and They're nasty and they're mean. Their offense is still subject. Like, yep. they – they either gonna uh, light up the scoreboard or they gonna they gonna sputter to the finish line. But I believe uh, I believe we all three have the 49ers winning that game. Yep. yep. So 49ers across the board on that. Yep. Definitely. Let's go ahead and jump on into the Jets versus the Broncos. What about the Bears, dude? Had the they had the Broncos beat, mm-hmm. and then and here they come. And what Justin Fields hadn't won a game since October 22nd of 2020. 2020. It's one, been, it's been, I think they, was it twenty twenty one? Twenty twenty one. I think that's what you said. Or twenty? No, twenty twenty two. That's it. Yeah, twenty twenty two. Because you threw that stat last yeah, week. Yeah, that dude. And then everybody's like, "Oh, he's coming to the Falcons." No, he no, don't. he doesn't. Please don't. Put that, don't, dude. Don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby? Trade Kyle Pitts for offensive line. Yeah, that's what I want. He don't to want do. to be there anyways. No, and you, you can see that. And they're like, "Oh, he's not one hundred percent healthy." Oh, okay. Well, between yeah. the, between the Jets and the Broncos, man, I'm I'm going to step out on the Broncos. I feel like the Broncos are finally starting to figure out a way to fight a yeah. little bit. The Jets, I wasn't that impressed when I've watched them play. No. I mean, I'm you know, I mean they they're a scrappy little team. Yep. But for me, I just I think the Broncos may be able to pull that one out. So I'm I'm going to go with Broncos. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm on the Broncos on that, and Arlo's going to go with the Jets for that game. Last pro game, we got the Ravens versus the Steelers. Um, Arlo's got the Ravens. I took the steel curtain. And then, what do you got? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Ravens. Okay, I, there's just something about them, man. They they're they're fun to watch. Yeah, but that's going to be a typical. The Ravens and the Steelers are one of those when it's they play. Be a defensive it's always beating. yeah, always a hell of a game. Back and forth. So, um, let's go with our upset picks or uh, our wild card picks. Uh, Arlo's got a And M over Bama. I learned my lesson. I'm not gonna go against Alabama. Uh, Anymore this year, just because is it, it's cost me twice. Now, is that there's no, only no, what, wait? I did win the Texas. You one. did. I you did got win that the Texas one. one. But if I remember, is that one's only got what two and a half? It's not much. Yeah, it's not yeah, much. Yeah, I mean, so yeah. that's. I mean, it's definitely an upset on paper, but that's for everybody else. It's it's if game. Yeah, go either way. And then my upset pick: uh, the Falcons are predicted to win against the Texans. I'm actually taking the Texans over the Falcons because that mess back in the backfield with that quarterback. Um, dude, that game Sunday was hard to watch. It was so bad. I tried to watch the Toy Story telecast on ESPN just to be entertained. I, I mean, it was it was awful, and I couldn't watch it in the bad thing. What pisses me off is you are talking about an NFL team, and you're talking about these announcers on there were saying, "Oh, well, they got to stick with Ritter. He's got to learn on the job. He's gonna he'll get the experience. Everything else. No, that's he not how it works. God in college, awful. in college, you got a guy that you're gonna have to just deal with, and he's gonna learn on the fly. Yep. that's college ball. Yep. you're getting paid a lot of damn money in the NFL to win, and so your ass ain't gonna have on job training. You've got to be able to do it. And yes, he's got a shit line in front of him. I get it, but the decisions he makes, Dude, that's on him. He just make he doesn't. He He's lost. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you. The only reason I didn't punch holes in my roof in my uh, in my walls and set my house on fire is because I got baptized Sunday. <laughs> That's the only reason. Congratulations. Thank you. That's the only reason I didn't come down, come home, and burn my house down. Did so, they did they hold you down until the bubble stopped? He did. Actually, the funny part was when he uh, he went to send me back. I went and scooted down in the thing far enough, and I cracked my head like right on the back of the thing, like it's a boop, like a thud. <laughs> And I was like, uh, I was like, hey Tim, did you feel? Did you feel that thud? He said, yeah, I did it on purpose. <laughs> I said, not only did I get baptized, but I got some sense knocked into me. So, uh, but yeah, I, I got the Texans over the Falcons, man. That's where I'm at with it. I think that uh, C.J. Shroud 
is going to be a damn good quarterback in the league. Yeah, I he really looked do. good last week. I think he's going to be. I think he's going to do fine. Yeah. I think him and uh, Oh Hopkins is going to uh, embarrass our. Uh, whoever told AJ Terrell he's a good second guy in the second. <laughs> Anytime, okay. What's we'll AJ Terrell? And I'll take True Font. Okay, True Trash and AJ Terrell. Anytime there's a long touchdown, a long pass for a touchdown, or there's a long pass, pass interference call, bet your ass AJ Terrell is is not where he's supposed to be or he's holding somebody because they didn't they didn't beat the brakes off of him off the line. Yeah. He's just like True Font. He's yeah. terrible. And every week, I don't know where they get the scouting report, but they don't watch the games. They don't know they don't know anything about this kid. Look, this guy, this grown man. Dude, he is he ain't what no. they try to make him out to be. Watch this weekend. Watch this weekend. See what happens. It'll be interesting to talk about this one next week. Yeah. Either yeah. way. Yeah. So uh, who you, for your upset pick, who you got? I'm going with UCLA over Washington State. Okay. That is uh it, there's you know, if you look at the point spread on it, you wouldn't think it, but if you really pay attention, read the articles, listen to the experts, there's a lot of people that see this one being an upset. So I gotta jump on the bandwagon on that one and jump on a UCLA over Washington State. I got you. Hey, you want a little NFL um uh DraftKings uh, start quarterback to start, don't cost a whole lot of money. Put CJ Stroud in this weekend. I guarantee you he's gonna get you some points. Yeah. Because he can run the ball, and we can't stop that either. So, uh, actually, our defense ain't bad. It's just our secondary is garbage. Yeah. Garbage. Yep. So, they, and the problem is when something like that happens, that's all you see. This kid's mobile, and he can sling it. And uh, Playing with a lot of confidence yep, now. sure is. And he's got one big giant weapon out there that can't, there ain't nobody on that field, on the other side of the field that can hang with him. So, no. so it'll be interesting to see. Our, uh, Arlo, we miss you, dude. We'll, uh, we look forward to seeing you back next week. And then cousin Johnny, enjoy your weekend. It's been a, it's been fun. Yeah, man. It's been fun. Definitely. Fellas, y'all go on a date and the girl wants you to choke her. <laughs> Leave her at home. Nope. 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 Calling sick. Yep. Not happening. Whoo. I just don't see it happening. Settle for a burger and a grape snow cone. That's what, <laughs> that's what Alan Jackson did. Spend some quality time that's with what, yourself. There's a euphemism on that. I don't know. Y'all look that up. Y'all take care. See you later.